2: Always follow, the
0: follow money. the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and
3: Polly Howard on VCN. All right, baby, let's do this. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live with you in uh, downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on the very beginning of the two best days of the entire year. On tap today, over the next three hours, Josh Applebaum's going to join us in 90 minutes. v sports betting analyst on uh, reading the market today at this point to find out what he likes in the tournament games. Mike Palm from Circa in two hours. He's going to be in studio. We'll ask him about booking these games throughout the entire week. And Julian Edlow, what he likes as he is with DraftKings. We'll get into some uh, bets and some futures that he likes on the board we'll run down all of these games that we have coming up today so it's heavy heavy college basketball of course with this being day one of the madness but paulie we will begin we have uh, a resolution now to some extent of what what's going to happen this year in the nfl with aaron Rodgers. he made his intentions public yesterday and it was i would say at least a mild you know version of uh, scorched earth on the green bay packers but he wants to play for the Green Bay, uh, for the for the New York Jets. That's where we sit right now, and I would I would just ask you the question, because Green Bay can take their time now a little bit with this. Uh, I'm not going to say that they have all the leverage in the world, because they also made it known that they don't want the guy back. So that's not good. Will we have Rodgers with the Jets by draft
0: day? A good prop. I don't know. Uh, I like the Andrew Brandt tweet that he he helped Green Bay on his way out. I mean, everyone's going crazy in New York. We got him. We're getting. We got Lazard. Maybe we get Beckham. More pieces are coming. The guys are tweeting. Wait a second. We don't have a timetable. No need for us to be in a hurry. Now I think they have backed off the two number ones, which right. is which is crazy. But when you talk about compensation and working this out, and he said it was a done deal since Friday. But uh, I I don't know. That's a, that's a fair question. I will uh, now imagine this. Imagine you tell a Packer fan or an NFL fan in 2011, hey, you just won the Super Bowl, but that's it. You'll never get back oh, ca- with the Packers. Imagine I can't that. Even,
3: I can't even tell you how excited I was. I remember exactly where I was when I watched the game when they beat the Steelers, and the feeling that I have come o- came, it came over my body at the end of the game. And I, I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking to myself, oh my God, he is so young and he is so incredible at this position. The Packers are going to dominate the NFL for the next decade. Yeah. I mean, and then they came out the next year, and they were thirteen and zero, and they were a buzzsaw, and they were the best team in the league, and the highest scoring team. They like overtook the the
0: Patriots that year. Uh huh. And all the uh, losses in the NFC title game along the way as well. Oh. So that it's a big surprise, and it just shows you how hard it is to win in this league. And Brady ruined it for everybody. He really did. What else did you think? Going scorched earth. I mean, are you going after reporters? Okay, so I mean, going after everybody. F bombs. Right
3: now, this we're not doing. You know, morning radio in yeah. Sheboygan here. But throughout the years when we discussed this, I've given you my two cents and I think the logical point of view on this. And I've almost always blamed management here with Green Bay going back and how they never helped the guy out in the off season. And it was always, we're going to build through the draft and we're not going to address the wide receiver position in the first round and yada, 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 right? No free agents ever come in. Now Rodgers is the easy target here because just people don't like him. And this whole process, people are tired of the guy because he did, he was in the public eye and Had he never done any of that, nobody would be thinking about Aaron Rodgers or talking about him like we were over the last month or so. Um, But as there was one, nobody else even picked up on this and I tweeted it out. He's running down the list uh, of people who he loves in Green Bay. And he made it, he went on like a, I don't know, a five minute answer where he's like, I love the people of Green Bay. Had a huge smile on his face and he's naming names in the training room. And he goes out to a restaurant and this person's working there And I think he said something along the lines of, he would not be the human being he is today if he didn't spend all this time in Green Bay. And as he's talking about all the people who he loves, and he's naming them individual, he goes, and I love some of the people in the organization. I'm just like, thank you very much. That means that uh, what I had in my head was correct the entire time. Yeah. And he brought back the 2020 year, and he's like, there's nothing wrong with this. Like we were 13 and three. We went to the NFC title game. We got pounded by San Francisco. They moved up to draft my replacement that year in Jordan Love. And then he's like, trust me on this, Jordan Love is going to be very good. And you got to love what you've seen from him in the last three years. Like in practice, like he talked glowingly about Jordan Love, which was cool. I think he kind of has to do that. Um, But he said they were going to give up me in that point. That that draft that year was us not going for it. And they were looking to the future. And then I came out and won two more MVPs. And that's what I've been saying since then on this show is that this team has had no idea how to buy low and sell high.
0: That's it, period. Yep. Okay. Well done. He also said a big reason why he's going to the Jets is also Hackett. I mean, does this guy pick up a check every time out or what? The love affair with this guy. I mean, the and also if you're in Denver, like, what the hell did we do? We hired the guy. The Jets just brought him as an as, as OC. We actually hired him as our head coach. And mm-hmm. you know, we still couldn't, we're stuck with Wilson. But the Warren Sharp tweeted about hackett as a play caller. Offensive rank 25th, 27th, 24th, 12th, 29th. Last year, 31st, gave up play calling after week ten. Yeah. But but Sharp also conveniently left off the years in Green Bay. Okay. All right. Fair I, enough. I, I guess those but, years don't count. Yeah, yeah. But so so he, he said that too as well. And then uh you know, the the Schefter stuff, lose my number. <laughs> nice try though. Schefter then going on air talking about, well, I texted him, he didn't respond, and then I called him. And he, he put me straight to voicemail and then texted me, lose my number. And then going after Rossini with the demands. Well, it's a wish list. I mean, she had it right, not a demands. But but that, that was hilarious as well. So are we getting carried away, though? They're plus 180 to win the division, right behind Buffalo.
3: Yes, we are. There are two angles that I like on this. And I'm not going to necessarily bet any of this stuff because it is March. But I would tell you that uh, at this point, I would – only. And I have the Jets at 45-1 to 1 in pocket to win the Super Bowl. And we talked about that on the air when it was available. It was back in January. That continues to plummet. Oh, sure. It's How about the Jets to miss the playoffs at plus 132? How about that number? Yeah. Look yeah. at the list again of teams, quarterbacks, and coaches that Jets are up against in New York. Again, folks, the AFC just got more difficult, and it's already loaded with the Chiefs, Mahomes, and Reed. The Bengals, uh, Bengals, Burrow and Taylor. The Bills, Allen and McDermott. The Jags have Lawrence and Peterson. Dolphins, Tua McDaniel. I love McDaniel. Chargers, Herbert, Staley, hate Staley. Broncos, Wilson and Payton can only get better. Uh The Browns, uh, Stefanski has lost the luster, but Watson, I'll give him a year. If the Ravens can bring back Lamar Jackson, where are the Ravens going to go next year? You have to have the Steelers on the list because of uh, Tomlin does it every single year. The way it seems that's like 10 teams. Yeah. How about it? plus-130
0: to miss the playoffs? They play the AFC West. They get Washington, Kansas City, Atlanta, Philly, Houston at home. They're at Cleveland, Dallas, and the Giants, in addition to the division games and, and playing against the AFC West. So it's a tough schedule. You could say they would have been a playoff team last year, but uh, and then we'll see how much he has left in the tank. Don't forget, he struggled for much of the season till they came on late. Yeah, so, know, And, and also, he's also 39, and again, yeah. Brady ruined it for everyone. You know, father time is undefeated with the exception of Brady. Yeah, I I would say that uh, Rodgers was banged
3: up last year. Uh The thumb was a, you know, key part to his uh, playing and how it did not go as well as it did the previous two years. But if he's completely healthy next year, um, it's going to be very tough in the AFC. And I will flip it, Paulie, and ask you about the Packers because I think people are losing their minds with this. They are now picked to finish dead last in that division. Well, are you serious going back to now he had a lot to do with it because he was a two-time MVP, but he was not great last year. They were picked to be, you know, basically right there with one or two other teams to come out of the NFC. Why wouldn't they be? They won 13 plus games the previous three years and they had home field in two of those. The Packers are four. To, if this was July and not March, I would 1000% be betting the Packers at four to one to win the division. Wow. Okay. I'm not, I don't want to tie my money. Up. It's not Demar Hamlin to win. I would tie my money up on Demar Hamlin to win Comeback Player of the Year today, uh-huh. but I can't bet it. It's not available here in Las Vegas. I don't want to tie it up because it's March. Packers are four to one. Are we nuts? Yeah,
0: That's, it's uh, gone well, out of control. Well, I could see anything though. I really, I could see, I could see five wins. I could see ten. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know what to expect out of this kid. Who knows? Maybe he's, uh, he turns out to be a stud. But I I, I, I don't know what, I don't know right now what what Green Bay is going to do and what kind of season they're going to have. Like I, I would say that going into last year, I
3: mean, in every single category, with all their players on defense, I mean, at all, every single level, line, linebackers, cornerbacks, secondary, safeties, they were graded like top five. They didn't play that well because they couldn't stop the run, but they were graded top five everywhere. So the defense yeah. could have a bounce back year. The running game can be fine. And uh, I don't know, maybe Watson and Dobbs and some other guys actually develop. I'm just, they're going to be worse than the Bears?
0: No, they're not. Uh, that'll yes, I'll agree with you on that. What'd you think of lose my number? <laughs> What'd you think of the response? You you have to love that. Shefter. How do you not love that? Lose my number. <laughs> Is that not a move that you would pull? I don't know. Uh Schefter trying to do his job. That was that was that's hilarious. I think How it's about Shefter? How about Schefter with four unread text messages? Cannot happen. There's too much going on, kid. You gotta read those text messages. Unacceptable. Yeah. Who knows? Could have been breaking news.
3: That also could have been like him just typing in a fake number. Telling one of his buddies, text me exactly what he just said. I'm going to put Aaron Uh at
0: the very top. Yeah, how about Roger? Shocked that Schefter got his number. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, Uh, people share numbers in this business all the time. Of course. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Dustin has his number. Our our former producer, right? Brett Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. The madness begins soon. All the props you want. Buzzer beaters, one seeds to make it to the final four, largest margin of victory. Most points in the tournament. That got hairy last I got. I don't know if the playing counted or not. I, don't think, that, so. I think it was no? around to 64. Was it round to 64? Okay. I think so, yeah. yeah but, <laughs> Mountain West, how you doing? But 98 <laughs> points by Arizona State. You're going up to $10,000 in bonus money by playing their squares as well. Place a qualifying bet. Get a square on the house. If your numbers match, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. I watched more of this game than
3: college basketball last night, and I still cannot believe what happened at the end. We will give you the details on that coming up next year on Follow the Money. It's VSYN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
2: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Win some lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, win
4: it a rough one well
0: they can't all be winners can they loser you're a
4: loser Holly howard recaps the night in sports betting and win some lose some all
0: right i hope you had this one another great angle clemson and the nit uh they weren't motivated they were a 16 point favorite at home against moorhead state and lost the game nine to one on the money line how about that after what happened to rutgers and now clemson and north carolina didn't even want to go and turned down the invite I noticed
3: that point spread after the show yesterday and I'm like wait a second Clemson is laying 15 and a half here yeah against Moorhead in a spot where they possibly don't want they couldn't care less Yep. okay
0: gotta pay attention to everything yep Virginia Tech Cincinnati over 150 up to 155 and a half it fell 153 and the Kings in the under what a wild game this was Kings open up the dog went off the favorite Fox hit a three with one second left in the under from 240 to 237 was a winner if the Kings beat the Nets it'll be their first winning season since 05-06 Adelman had a winning year all eight years all other all the to the 29 other seasons in Sacramento all losing seasons incredible I mean they got rid of Adelman and kept changing coaches every year
3: yeah they are a $7 favorite to win their division
0: oh my god that escalated quickly yes it did subscribe be part of the team VEASAN.com watch the show every day you always want to see these tweets and videos eclectic mix as always send stuff in we'll put you on television Scotty Scheffler he will this is his master's dinner steak cheeseburger sliders chocolate chip cookies and ice cream for dessert and family style sides nothing fancy sounds about right that's a good menu good for him oh you skipped over the texas redfish oh yeah forgot about that okay yeah. you got that as well but a that, solid solid perfect. yeah sure. good dessert strong and you like the sliders and the steak and everything good mix there as well let's go to uh, copper cake let's go out to uh henderson the suburbs our buddy chris sent this in last night look at this that's uh fifty dollars a push ten dollar denomination dealt four deuces oh man. ten thousand dollars piece of cake dealt come on i definitely have never been dealt four deuces. never no and i've played my fair share of that way yeah that is that is something right that is uh what a feeling that is i've, I've had was, four deuces quite often uh-huh. but not never yep. dealt how about this how about massachusetts the first two days with sports betting look at this four hundred thousand accounts 8 million transactions oh my god uh look at that from front office sports. And we're not surprised for one second. Nope, that is great. Hardcore sports fans. And then, you know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, they're they're hungry, Mix. It's, it's the first time they made a bet ever in their ever. lives yeah. last week. Yeah. Sure. Uh, lose some. Spurs, Mavs under. 233 down to 225. More on that game coming up. Utah Valley, New Mexico over. 160 up to 165 no good. Central Florida pounded Florida. But yeah. the over no good from 140. To 145 and cal irvine from nine and a half down to five and a half utter destruction blown out at oregon couple lose some here this is under the radar how about this story how about the i mean you got all these teams flying around the clippers charter plane got struck by lightning on their way to denver on february 25th the plane dropped in altitude several times and shrieks could be heard from passengers in what some staffers called one of the worst moments they've experienced on a flight. Shortly after they landed, the team saw a mark that took some of the paint off the tail. The result of the lightning strike midair. I've been blessed. I've never even had bad turbulence on this, but oh my God, that's got to be... Surreal and, and, and a scary moment. Whatever. It also
3: happened recently to uh, Matthew McConaughey and his wife. They were flying over to Europe. Oh, really? They had to, the, the pilot had to land? I think it was an emergency landing, like in DC or something like that. Dropped like 4,000
0: feet in like a second. I can't. What's that feeling like? Oh, oh boy. Thank God. Man, that is scary. And let's go to Brazil. He was 10 stories high if he was a foot. Oh no, the anaconda. Look at this. Imagine if he's just in a, someone's backyard. Look at this thing. It's bigger than the snake in the actual movie, with Ice Cube. I think J-Lo's in that, too. Oh. Look at the size of that beast. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, not fair. I
3: mean, how long is it, 100 feet? And then how thick are we talking? Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. What does
0: that sucker weigh? You'd eat a crane? Yeah. They eat other anacondas. Come it's on. Like, oh, th- th- my God.
3: P- put it this way. It, need a crane to lift it it's yeah you would it's like a hundred feet long and it's it's got the girth of a basketball from like right uh, the whole body what do you do if you see that thing
0: uh, run away as fast as get away
3: you want to wake up with that thing in your bed get or do you want back. to be on a plane that drops four thousand feet in one ah, second
0: i take yes right i'll <laughs> take the plane uh yeah thanks alex win some lose some presented oh shoot bad beats several bad beats spurs see this now They were down too late they sent it to overtime (laughs) they lose by nine and i tracked the game online the entire time spurs were up big in the second half and the fourth quarter all of a sudden next thing i know it's one like yeah sabers allowed a goal with a minute left lost in a shootout tough loss to washington and the mets and edwin diaz he got hurt in the celebration at the world baseball classic okay so oh I, i brought this up on the air
3: yesterday so i really wanted to watch that game the dominican Republic and Puerto Rico played in a loser goes home kind of match like wrestling back in the day right yeah and Puerto Rico beat them and then they're out there all it was the environment was incredible last night the C9 I can't imagine being at that game and the World Baseball Classic is the nuts right they're out there celebrating and why would they not be they just knocked off their biggest rival and all of a sudden you see players going come on get out here like what happened who and they zoom in They're like oh it's Edwin Diaz and then when you saw him, they're trying to drag him off the field. He, his leg was, he, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. It was completely straight. He couldn't move his leg and they had to go get the wheelchair for the guy. Yep. They did imaging last night. I haven't seen any results from uh, what that looks like, but oh boy, it did not look good.
0: Nope. Terrible. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. All right, so... Good day yesterday too uh, as well. Uh, with all the news. And I will just say, be careful with the Carolina. And I mean, Baker Mayfield to Tampa Bay. Guy had number one overall pick at one good year. Yep. That, so that's it as well. And uh, I found this, this is hilarious. This is uh, this is Garrett Wilson cleaning out Zach Wilson's locker to make way for Rodgers as well. Coming in. And how this guy, I mean, look at the guy. At the <laughs> He's not even looking at the, one-handed from way downtown. Bang! New York City garbage. Bang! Another one.
3: An- I just retweeted this at Mitch Moss Radio. This it's, is
0: great. It's awesome. Yeah, the guy's in his zone. He's the Steph Curry of garbage men. Mm-hmm. This nades everyone right down the middle. Oh, he doesn't miss. One handed, he's throwing five bags. One hand, bam, right in the middle every single yep. time. Nailed it. Sure. But we're talking like he's got half court range here. Sure, he does. That guy. Yeah. Are you ready? One guy out here is already sleeping. He's got his he's got his shoes off and his feet up. Another guy brought in a sleeping bag, and security put the kibosh on that. Said we can't allow it. The guy okay. had the sleeping bag. And he walks in and he gets, you know, lays down, puts, uh, goes under the sleeping bag, and oh, boy. That, that didn't work either. I mean, yeah. you can't have it. I mean, you got wretched scum out here. If you let him do it, you let everyone do it. And you got these animals out here on Fremont there, Street. It's like the bar at Moss Isley. Can't allow it. There was a uh,
3: story in the local news years ago about how the same family would go to the Mirage Sportsbook every single year. Yes. They would get four seats they'd get there 24 hours in advance. And, and they would just Chips? rotate, keep rotating. Yeah, yeah, so they didn't want to lose their seats for today at yeah. like 9.15 Pacific time. Yeah, it's filling up. They wanted it the entire day. I'll give you this. Pac-12 teams going into the game last night. We're talking Arizona State and Nevada. They were 10-1 and straight up, 8-2-1 ATS versus the Mountain West Conference in the tournament. Mountain West teams versus major conferences in the NCAA since 2000 are 9-42 and straight up, 12-37-2 ATS. 24%. Now, Arizona State, if they play like that, they're going to win the national title because they couldn't miss. Um, two, both things can be true. They had their absolute A game last night. They were shooting 70% and had 50 points with like three minutes to go in the first half or something like that. They couldn't miss. I'm not, I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, Nevada was 6 11
0: from three in the first half and they were buried.
3: Yeah. But also, people pointing out like this team, they were not ready to play. What was that on defense from Nevada? Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff like that. Not Backdoor back cuts, easy looks outside the threes. Now I get it. Arizona his State was hitting everything,
0: but I thought the defense from Nevada in that game was just laughable. Yeah, it's the Mountain West, Mitch. It's the Mountain West. Never won a game in the tournament since 2018. That's now what, 10, 10 or 11 in a row. Yeah, uh, that's 0 and 10 straight up and ATS the run they're on, and that's 21 and 54. In the tournament since 2001, straight up. Yeah. It's an so, abomination.
3: Yeah, and but that's what happens when a team hits their shots, like Arizona State. Look at the game before that. Texas Southern hit their first three, I think, with four minutes to go in the game. And they finished one of 17 from downtown. And they were blitzkrieg last night. Yeah.
0: How about the Fairleigh Dickinson coach? What's he doing? Called out Purdue. I want Purdue to see this. The more I watch him, the more I think we can beat him. The more I watch Purdue, oh, the wow. more I think they can be had. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a surprise, I and mean, it's a tough racket. I mean, we several people thought they were the worst team in the tournament, and they have no problem blowing out Southern. Well, again, don't forget that uh, out of 363 teams in college basketball,
3: they ranked 361st in overall defense on the year. So, I think that's one of the reasons why yep. they're like, "Yeah, this is a terrible basketball team." We will get into game by game breakdowns up next, starting in the South Region Power Conference schools are 56 and 14 straight up and 57 percent ats with this first round angle
0: this is follow the money on vsen become a vsen pro subscriber get everything you need to bet the madness for only 19 dollars. whether you want to bet against the spread fill out a bracket We'll get you ready for every game and every round. You get every best bet, the betting splits, the betting guide, which is awesome, breakdown of every team, picks from Brent Musburger. Sign up today, get the guide, plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament for only $19. Can't believe it. Giving it away. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The
3: first game of the day. Two power schools, by the way. Pretty intriguing game as uh, it's an 8-9 game. Maryland takes on West Virginia and Bob Huggins and the Mountaineers are favored by three. Now, Paulie. they all opened up shorter than that, but it's three uh, and the total is 137 and a half. Um, what kind of a uh, pace are we going to have to this game? Maryland, number 333 in the country overall in pace. West Virginia, number 108. So Maryland really slows it down. Virginia, West Virginia, not as much, but on offense, uh, West Virginia is number 15 on with the efficiency in the country. Maryland, number 29. And Maryland's uh-huh. a better defensive team. You can shop around for first team to score 10 points in this game, 15 or 20. I'm looking at right now at Maryland even money. First team to 10.
0: West Virginia's minus 120. It, it is an intriguing game. Yeah. Uh, 19 and 14 against 21 and 12 and a good way to start the tournament. I will agree with Matt Humans. When you examine Maryland's resume, there's not a lot of meat on the bone, especially away from home. They went 3 and 10 against quad ones. And as he said in conference play, they won at Minnesota. And other than that, there's not much there. So that would concern me. And then they were just routed by Indiana in the Big Ten title game. Now, uh, so a Big Ten tournament, excuse me. Now, the other takeaway, now, Ken Palm thinks uh, the world of West Virginia and has a uh, top 18 team. So you, they could be underseeded here. So they, they have some marquee wins, but most of them are at home. That's one thing to look at. Uh, they're deep. They play 10 guys. They do, they foul a lot. They allowed the eighth-most free throws. That could be an issue, and turnovers are an issue. So West Virginia could beat themselves. But just when you examine Maryland's resume, I think West Virginia wins, and, and it could be a comfortable win to start the tournament.
3: Yeah, I bet West Virginia right away on Sunday when the number came out, and we talked to Richie Bacheleri, who sets numbers here at Circa. He thought they were going to get Maryland money. Has not been the case. He made Maryland the favorite there. I would say this also. Do not be afraid to you know, bet some first-halves, Definitely look at the in-play stuff. I know you're going to have to have your head on a swivel the next four days. Well, next two in particular, because you have so many games at the same exact time. But uh, second halves have to be a consideration as well. That said, the total, if sh- it's different at different shops. So it's between 63 and 64 and a half where I'm looking right now for the first half total here. And uh, yeah, I know I do I do like West Virginia. I bet them. But it's not like I'm u- uber confident. Um in the game today,
0: I, I can't get on board when you didn't do anything away from home. That,
3: that's that, I that, can't that killer to me. Yep. I can't I, do it, and that's one of the reasons why I was looking to fade Maryland as soon as the matchups were. And if it was the right matchup and they basically yep. made a pick them, I'm like, okay, I think they're gonna lose the game then. Okay, so yeah, uh, game number two that we have after that it's Furman and Virginia. And I think when you go through the brackets, Furman will be a very common upset pick, and they're catching five and a half right now at DraftKings, the total is 132. Again, 363 teams in the country. Virginia is number 360 in pace. Yeah. I'd look first half under the total here. It's... Uh, 61?
0: Say right around there, yeah. Yep. Okay, good yep. good. I, good call on that one. Right, 27-7 and seven against 25-7. and seven. Furman has won 14 of 15. Uh, they're live to win this game. Good offensive team. 59% from the arc. Don't turn it over. Number one and two-point percentage. Uh, it, it, uh, I know Tim the guy who does the sheet, was concerned a little bit about hero ball. And maybe that could get him in this game as well. Sharing is caring. Are you moving the ball and getting that great shot and good look against a tough Virginia defense, right? You don't want to see hero ball in something like this. Uh, But I would say Furman, Charleston, and Colgate, the same thing. Are the threes going in? Now, they're they're not to the extent of Charleston and Colgate where it's just bombs away and almost half the shots are from three. But that could maybe come back to bite them as well. But, you know, rest assured, uh, Virginia is like San Diego State. There's going to be a five-minute drought where they oh. don't knock down a shot. And then does Furman take advantage, and does Charleston take advantage of that, too? Yeah. So, uh, now, the one thing, too, that he also made a good point, uh, Tim, was they don't play defense in the SOCON. So, this this great run that they've been on, and you see how many points they score and how efficient they are on offense, and the numbers could be a little fluky because there's a whole different ball game now you're going against Virginia from a SOCON to like a Western Carolina or a Chattanooga down to like a Virginia now. Worlds collide today. Yes, right. And so it's going to be
3: possibly a rude awakening. But what you said about Virginia, they will go into an offensive slump at some point, could be out of the gates. Furman is plus 130 to score the first 10 points of the game. I'm only going to look at dogs here. I only want to look at teams that are lower seeded and Mm -hmm. they're going to be getting plus money And so I would maybe take a peek at Furman there, too, because Virginia might come out and miss their first eight shots or be like, you know, two of ten.
0: And it could take ten minutes to score ten points in this game. 33 in offensive efficiency. But you're right. Is it because of the conference they play in? Or maybe both things can be true. Maybe they're just very good offensively and can get good looks and and can get what they want against Virginia for the most part, and pull a mini upset.
3: Yeah, We have a one sixteen matchup then with Alabama taking on Texas A and M Corpus Christi, uh, the team that won in the playing game two nights ago. And the point spread here is Alabama twenty four, and the total is one fifty four and a half. First half numbers here: Bama laying thirteen and a half or fourteen in the first half, and the total is hovering around seventy three or seventy three and a half. I'll point this out just to give you; it's fun to track. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi is plus 5, 10 to score the first 10. Now this all comes down, the whole tournament here is about Alabama making threes. Because if they come out, if they shoot like, for example, they can do what Arizona State did last night, where they're just, they're raining threes and there's nothing you can do about it. They're going to win the whole thing. But they, I don't think that's going to happen in every single game. Now, does it happen against a 16 seed? And maybe they don't even have to hit their threes because they can you know,
0: they, they're going to just out-talent them across the board and do whatever they want. I lean over. Alabama could be able to get to 90 in this game. And I like what Jay Wright said uh, the other day about Alabama's not going to overlook them because they were on TV, got the win, and, and I don't think that's, that's going to happen. Now, the other thing you have to factor in is, again, the distractions and how Aaron Moore talked about last week. Now it becomes a news story. Now everyone is looking at the tournament, and all these news outlets are focusing on Alabama, and now you have Miller uh, walking around with armed security. And Nate Oates talking about the the vile and nasty emails and everything people are sending into him as well. So that's just another. You know, maybe some people are different. Maybe the kid can handle it. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, this stuff about you walking around with armed security now and what Oates has to talk
3: about. I mean, it's certainly possible that it has the direct opposite effect on this team. Yeah, yeah. Where they yeah. Just, well, there's
0: good, great showing in the SEC tournament. There's, there's no sure. doubt that it was.
3: Yeah. And then the other game, uh, would, I, would you call this, of the first four here that we're talking about, the most intriguing game? Because of what we watched again last night with Mountain West going down in flames as uh, Nevada was terrible. You have San Diego State taking on a Charleston team that won 30 games, an unbelievable regular season. And San Diego State took money. They opened up three where we broadcast from, a little bit higher than that at other spots. But SDSU now laying five, and the total is 142.5. I bet yep. San Diego State minus minus. Yep. early
0: on, but again, it is the Mountain West Conference we're talking about here. Yep, 23% as a favorite ATS since uh, 2001. Ah, boy. The competition level could be a shock to Charleston. They've played one top 100 team since December. Great season, 30-plus wins, but uh, maybe that, and certainly how San Diego State defends and guards the three, and that's what Charleston likes to do. Six guys, uh, five players average 10 points per game. The six man also averages nine points per game. Balanced team, good offensively and defensively, but half their shots are from three. That's the whole handicap. But that's what San Diego State does well, too. And then I like what Human said Tuesday about how they completely shut down Utah State. Utah State can score. Yeah, they can. I mean, their metrics are off the charts when you look their offensive efficiency and their numbers and their net. And San Diego State shut them down. In the title game out here. So, if you look at that and examine that and want to use this as part of your handicap, yes, the Aztecs will win and cover. Who is going to dictate pace here? Yeah, it's 29 against 252. Yeah, it's it's a
3: fast team against a team that is the exact, pretty much the exact opposite here. I, I kind of think that San Diego State will win out on that. This is another first-half total I would look at under 66-and-a-half. Okay, so those are probably my two favorite plays of the morning games here. Yeah, I'm with you. Other on the than Aztecs. West Virginia
0: early in yeah. the week. Yeah, can uh, you imagine if they lose this? Oh, oh that's. God. No, that, I, I, I was hoping this would be like a late game on Friday. Like, imagine if the Mountain West would be 0 and three, and it's like it comes down to San Diego State, and then you got the whole pressure of the the conference on your shoulders again, and you won the league, and you're a five seed. Are they going to go 0 and four? Well, again?
3: here's the deal. So it's the sixth game of the day today. What if they What if they lose by a dozen? How is that looking? What are people going to? How are people going to bet the Mountain West games that come up after that? Right. Two teams will be left. Sure. U- Utah State and Boise State. Yeah. yeah. Total fade material. I mean, yes. if if San Diego State loses this game today and it's not pretty, well, I already have Northwestern and I already have Missouri. I'll probably add more on those teams. Then. I would agree. Let's follow the money here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, uh, two more games to get to in the South, and we will start in the East region as well. Teams that didn't make. Their conference tourney title game are 36% in this situation the last 90-plus games. We'll give you the details on that coming up next.
2: You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest.
0: Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people. is follow the money on v You we got a couple hours left all the props will a two uh, 12 seed 13 14 15 win a game high team low team of the tournament one seeds to go to the final four all that up at bet rivers buzzer beaters as well and you can win up to ten thousand in bonus money by playing their squares place a qualifying bet get a square on the house if your numbers match you win restrictions on qualifying wagers and credit use full terms and conditions available at betriversquares.com.
3: had my timing screwed screwed up by an hour or so actually Utah State Missouri tips off before San Diego State Charleston that game is a 140 tip time eastern 10:40 out here so that'll actually be the second mountain west conference game yeah. but i think the same thing stands right Did if I get blown out yeah if Missouri blows out Utah State then yeah. uh okay now this is really because all four Mountain West teams could be done by today. Boise
0: plays later on. My God, and Utah it, State has lost nine in a row in the tournament. Utah State has not won a game in the tournament since two thousand one. Uh, as I mentioned, the, the the numbers and how the the uh, Ken Palm has them nineteen. They're nineteen in the net. They're thirteenth in offensive efficiency. Missouri is one seventy eight on defense. Okay, so, so let me, if they if, if they can't, this screams and over. But I would agree. Uh, this they, they have a good res. Go ahead, you were going to say. But they, Utah State's got a good resume as well. But again, th- you look at it and like, what did they do on the road? Like a lot of the wins, not bad. It's not like Maryland, but most of their wins, twenty-six and eight, most of their good wins are at home, especially in the conference.
3: Paulie, when you look at almost any metric in this game, the game also, to me, actually screams Utah State. But I bet Missouri. And that could be a mistake because I've watched Missouri play a bunch this year. And when they, and the SEC um, tournament was a good example, like they can play with anybody. And they were right there with Alabama before it got away from, from them at the very end. This team is, if they win this game outright, they are going to be a tricky matchup for Arizona, assuming they get by Princeton, because of their style of play. It's not going to be an easy team to get ready for like on, you know, 36 hours notice. But if Utah state doesn't win this game today, what's the reason for that? They, again, by everything that you look at, Ken Palm, Torvik, Haslam, all these advanced numbers, Utah state qualifies as a damn good basketball team. So what if, what if we go out there and it's a, you know, not a carbon copy of last night because that was probably an outlier. But what if it's Missouri 42 to 26 at halftime and they never sweat the game? Yeah. There's just is it something about the moment for the Mountain West Conference that they're just they're intimidated by bigger schools? Because Utah State on paper with the numbers are actually better than Missouri.
0: Gates has done a nice job, but again, the bad defense period the bad perimeter defense, uh the bad rebounding. I mean, uh, uh, you're right, it screams Utah State. They beat Bradley, they beat Santa Clara, they beat Oral Roberts, they beat Washington State. They buried Boise out here in the semis as well. In uh, Missouri, Gates has done a nice job, but uh, you, you could maybe look at the schedule too. All nine of their losses were quad ones. But do they turn it over? Do they get sloppy with the ball? That could that could get Missouri here in the early game. But, uh, you know, I'm with you. I, I guess the one thing, I would look at it and say it'd be if Missouri outscores them. And they're, they're just hot and knocking down shots. But maybe the moment's too big. I don't know what it is. But it's been an absolute embarrassment for over 20 years mm-hmm. what's happened to this conference. And here's and here's a good program, whether it was the WAC or the Big West, and now the, the Mountain West, no matter what conference they're in. Yep. Nine straight tournament losses. First half total here is
3: 73. I don't want to go under that. I like what you said earlier. I mean, the game total is 155 in that neighborhood. I mean, both these teams, are, I... I, this, I, I like, I won't be surprised if this game is played in the 80s, to be honest. I think yes. it could get there. It should be, yes. Uh, also in the South, the last game in this region, Arizona takes on Princeton. The two seed here against the 15. Again, Arizona's numbers overall are very good. They're number six in the country, depending on where you look offensively. They're a top 40-ish team defensively, or maybe on the outside looking in. And they also like to scoot and get up and down the court. Top 15 in pace in the entire country. They had a very good Pac-12 tournament. Mm-hmm. Their a-, a game is very good. They have tons of talent. Uh, down low, they should be able to punish teams with their big guys. Is this going to be just too much where Princeton has met their match and they can't really. Yeah.
0: yeah. I would think so. Uh, you know, maybe they, they, they go up tempo and, and that, that throws Princeton off, too. Uh, but they're, they're t- 222 in SOS. They're undersized. They don't have experience. They don't have a bench. They played one quad, one team, and they lost by 22. So, like Adam Hill said the other day, they got the benefit of the home cooking with the Ivy League game at home against Yale, but uh, I, I can't get there. And twenty-one and eight, I can't get there with this one. Um, now, they, again, the point spread's a great equalizer. That's sure. a lot of points, mm-hmm. especially if Princeton dictates tempo and they could slow it down. But it's not—it's not typical Princeton though, taking the air out of the ball like Pete Carroll did. Right. So. But I, I would think Arizona should, should win comfortably.
3: I cannot wait for well seven ten Eastern tonight, four ten out here to watch this game. Oral Roberts and Duke. Here you go, playing on just right on Thursday. Let's get it out of the way. Awesome, I love this. Duke now the the, the market has molded this number to six. I do see a six and a half out there minus one hundred five on Duke. Oral Roberts and the total here is one forty six. No intimidation factor here again from Morrill Roberts, no. which is something we talked about uh, earlier in the week. Duke's numbers, here's the thing with Duke. Overall on the season, if you just look from November until right now, they have the numbers of a team that historically will get bounced probably before, the sec- before they even get to the second weekend. Like they're going to go down here or to Tennessee. However, when you factor in how this team's been playing as of late and the injuries they put up with through the entire year to get to this point, I think Duke is a totally different basketball team than what they were. Now, will history lie to us and say that uh, Duke's going to go on a Final Four run or will those overall year-long numbers come back to bite them in the butt? I I have Duke futures popping out of my eyeballs. I have them to win more games in San Diego State. I have them to win more than one and a half games. I have them to win the region. I have Duke to win the championship. They're
0: red hot and
3: when fully healthy like they are their A-game
0: is awesome. Could be the Charleston angle, too, though, that the level of competition is a shock for all Roberts. I know what happened two years ago. They went to the Sweet 16, and they have a star in Amos. But, uh, you again, you haven't played anybody since early January. You go 30-4. and four, You go 21-0 and 0 in the Summit League. You, you played tough teams, though. You're four, you lost all four, but you went to the pit. You went to Utah State. You, you played Houston. That didn't go well. But uh, you look at the numbers— Top ten in free throw shooting, top ten in two point field goal percentage, and as a team, they're 35 percent from three. And as humans talked about, look at the Vanover kid. This guy's seven five. He'll beat you up down low and take you outside and shoot a three in your face. Right. So th- this is something that I mean, you think about mid major, don't have size. The kid's seven five. Yeah, yeah. So w- what they could do. So they're going to, be- and they've also done a better job fixing the defense as well. Duke little shaky from three. You also don't have the Coach K factor. Are they going to get calls? I don't know. You don't have him on the sideline anymore. Yep. That's something to look at. So, but, but again, I would go back to the fact that you haven't played a quad one team since early January, and maybe that could get him. Also went to St. Mary's, as I mentioned, but to, to average 84 points per game and what they did two years ago, you're right. The moment shouldn't be too big, and they should be ready to go, and they could pull the upset.
3: So Duke is also, what, number 310 overall in the country in pace. Yeah. If they play that style, this game's not going to go over. But the question is here, will Oral Roberts kind of dictate what's going to happen in this game with their offense and with the pace, their top 60 team in pace? I think Oral Roberts is going to try to get Duke to play their game. I have the over 146 here, and um, I think we're going to get points in this game. Let me point yeah, this I, out. Yeah, I
0: think, I think they're right on that. I think Duke will run with them, Cause, okay. I mean, because they're 38th in Temple. So.
3: This is a great nugget on the Tennessee-Louisiana game, all available at vsin.com, vsin.com, the angles, the trends, Steve mac and it does a great job. Teams that didn't make their conference tournament championship game are on a first-round slide of 32-57-2 ATS versus conference champions, so they're good go against teams. This includes a record of 4-6 and ATS last year with outright losses by San Francisco, Connecticut, and Kentucky among those games. So the go against teams here in this spot in this tournament would be K-State, Baylor, Connecticut, Indiana, Miami, and in this game, Tennessee. But this number's been all over the board again. One book opened up 9, I think that was here.
0: Yep. And another book opened up I think as high as 14 on the game. Well, when in doubt, go against Rick Barnes. I mean, how many top programs has he been at with good seeds and the guy's under 500 in the tournament? A couple years ago, he lost in the 5-12. Last year, he was a 3. They won the first-round game and then lost to uh, 11 in Michigan. For Louisiana, it did not go well against Texas. They were blown out. They also lost by double digits against Drake. Uh, they are horrible from the free-throw line. Um, you wonder about the shot selection here. And Tennessee is top 5 in defense. But this is 26-7 uh, and 7 against 23-10. and 10. I think the, uh, the numbers are a little... A little flukely on Louisiana, but again, I can't trust Barnes. I can't do it. The guy's under 500. and I. No, how no. How many times has he been like a
3: two or a three seed? I've fallen for it before in the past, probably like four or five years ago when they were loaded like a, when they that Grant Williams team. They were awesome. Nope, bowed out. I think uh-huh. in this Sweet 16. So, how much does coaching truly matter in this sport? You could argue maybe more than any other sport in this country. It this bears worth repeating. This this coach has never made the second weekend. We'll tell you who coming up next.